Welcome to the Couch Co-op Podcast, episode 68. I am Ian. I'm Jared. And uh, we are back for another glorious show of things and stuff. Mm-hmm. And stuff More and things. things. Yeah, and, stuff and, and things. And things. <laughs> um, so how are you doing, Jared? I'm doing pretty good. I, this is the earliest I've been out of my house for a while. Is there, are they still sleeping? Do they sleep in? No, no. no. We we had breakfast. So there's there's no sleeping in with a toddler. Oh, okay. It's like anywhere between seven and eight. I must kill your wife because I know she likes to sleep in. Oh, yeah. She's a sleeper. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so what have you been playing? Uh, well, last night I jumped onto Infamous Second Son since the Elder Scroll servers were jacked. <laughs> so I'm still trying to work through that. I'm just about to get the video power. I just have to go through that really annoying boss battle part right. pretty soon. I, I don't remember enjoying that very much the first time through, and I'm so far not noticing that the game's really much more difficult than it was the first time I went through, but that could just be due to the fact that I've been through it and I know what to watch for, but I don't know. It just isn't it, isn't it weird when games have like a difficulty setting and you don't notice the difficulty, but then in other games it's like just ridiculous how oh, yeah. difficult the setting is? Yeah, well, th- this second son is making me kick myself in the ass for not going through it mm-hmm. on Expert the first time through. Right. But, I mean, I'm, I'm having tons of fun going through it the second time. You know, I'm just kind of rushing through. Now, you know, I'm playing as the evil guy, so I'm going kicking ass on all the dudes that are picketing against me, you know, just murdering whatever I can in front of me, you know, it's just whatever. And it's it's kind of sad to say this, but it's actually a little more fun because you're killing more stuff and your fire stuff just becomes way more powerful. So you actually get to do the really powerful attacks more often. Mm-hmm, right. Yeah, so that's really nice because I, I found that I only got to use the main, like, really powerful skills going through on normal just every so often. Like on a boss or something? Not even on a boss. Oh, really? That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. yeah, it was just, like, the really big areas, like the one I just did, you know, when you're chasing the convoys down with the video dude because, mm-hmm. you know, you're killing lots of dudes on that. You just lob a couple of fire rockets down there, and you've killed the six you need to get, and then you can unleash the power, but... That's that's about the only time I got to do it on normal. So how I, far? Oh, go ahead. But uh, no, oh, I, I was just curious how far away you were from platinuming it. Oh, I just need to beat the game. Oh, just it on uh, the hardest difficulty okay. on uh, doing the, all the bad stuff. So you've collected everything. And yeah, okay. I have everything. I just need to beat it on and uh, select. Make sure to select all the bad duties with fetch and in the quest and whatever. Cool. Yeah, so that's fun. Also, I'm. <laughs> I mentioned that I tried playing Elder Scrolls last night because uh, I've only gotten to put like an hour and a half in it since release day, you know, on Tuesday the 9th. Right. And uh, I want to play more. I'm, I finally made it to like level six uh, a couple days ago, and I haven't gotten to touch it since because, uh, as I mentioned, the servers were down yesterday. It was really weird because I popped in the game disc, I started it up, and it's uh, just automatically kicked me out and signed me out of PSN and shut the game off and said you you need to be logged into psn oh yeah i was getting that uh too i think uh the game has been playable it's just when it gets peak hours man they get some severe server uh well, issues and it i i guess in kind of their defense they they were pretty ballsy when it came to doing just mega servers there's only two servers right european and north american and geez, yeah, I, I bet European servers been getting ham- hammered too. The interesting thing is, is like, as far as MMO go, MMOs go for launch. It's actually been pretty well. I mean, it, it's been playable. 
there's other you know there's other times when it's just it's down and you can't use it at all or get on so i mean yeah well i i was looking last night because uh they have a web page that shows server status and all that stuff and a uh, few minutes into well by by like like a half hour after it was already back up i was just about to stop playing i had to go you know take care of family stuff right but uh yeah i mean it's hasn't been down for really long periods of time. They've been doing really good, especially just due to the fact that it's like one huge mega server. Yeah, it was, uh, I tried to play last night and it just, it kept logging me off too, but it kept saying I didn't have plus, I didn't have multiplayer. So I was like, what are you talking about? And then I would, so I would get off Elder Scrolls and then on PSN, I couldn't get into the store. Mm-hmm. I couldn't launch PlayStation Now. Like all the PSN stuff on my PS4 was under maintenance. So that was driving me nuts. Yeah. Know. It was weird. I'm I'm almost wondering if it would have helped them out a lot if they waited to release, like, the uh, chatting, the voice chat in the cities. I bet that's, like, a huge drain. Maybe. I don't even... I always turn that off, too. I, I haven't turned it off yet, but the, the three times I've actually been able to play... Uh, everybody was chatting it up and it wasn't r- annoying stuff. People were just talking about like the quest they were going to go on and uh, that they're mm-hmm. just about ready to go and stuff like that. It was, uh, actually pretty good conversation. So it wasn't distracting oh, really? for me. It was cause I like when I would be playing and be like, I hear clickety clackety of their controllers or I hear music, loud music in the background. Oh, I, I, that's one segment of online gamers that I can't stand. And they really want everybody to hear the music they're listening to. So they just crank up the music and they don't realize that it's going through this tiny, shitty little microphone that barely picks up your voice. Right. So I was like, well, it made me realize like, oh, shit, my microphone's on because I have the PlayStation camera. So I like quickly turned off. A, I turned off the <laughs> chat, and then I also turned off my microphone because it's like <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I was saying, and people could have just been hearing me rambling, yeah, incoherently. That's funny about stuff. Oh, I turned on my. That's funny. Oops. Oh, that's, so <laughs> oh, it was actually <laughs> recording everything you were saying on your phone. That's, that's funny. Really funny. Uh, so uh, we're we're just gonna start uh, pasting that into the show notes <laughs> so you can just skip through and see what we're talking yeah, about. Right? Yeah, right. Oh, uh, but uh, so while I wasn't playing, obviously uh, unable to play. Um, I went back to The Witcher 3, and uh, God, what a good game. So, Such I, a good game. Oh, my I, God. I, I came over to your place, of course, uh, to record this podcast this morning, and I noticed on your uh, Milkman Pictures login screen on the PlayStation 4 that you have The Witcher 3 theme, Yes. which, you know, the lower theme, it's pretty nice, <laughs> but then you go up top, it's that really ugly, scraggly witch thing with... Yeah. nasty saggy naked boobs yeah, hanging out it's like it's pretty could awesome they, couldn't they have selected <laughs> something else i think it's the i think it's the point i think it's, i think it's funny yeah <laughs> it, it, it's funny i mean obviously it makes conversation but uh, it's just uh, <laughs> it's weird it's, it's weird that like Geralt isn't even on the theme you know but it, you know it's a free theme you can't really yeah judge them yeah, for anything that's but. okay but that's funny well it's funny that it's a free theme and there are boo- naked boobs in it. Kind of. They're, really, they're really gross, disgusting naked boobs, but still they're naked boobs for something free that anybody can get on the PSN. And then uh, I also got uh, a Destiny theme too. They gave it to me free, the the House of Wolves theme, and uh, but it's not as cool. It's just some guardians and some and then it does all the sound effects from the... It's not that exciting. I like the animated ones that... 
came free when they first released the like themes. Sony's ones, yeah. Yeah, and uh, I, I haven't bought any of the newer ones. I'm because uh, a lot of those you can actually view like the animations and what the screens do on YouTube. A lot of people upload that kind of information. So, like uh, my PS3, I I always looked at different themes that people made on YouTube before I even downloaded stuff like that. Yeah, I ha- think that Sony's been kind of closed that off, so people can't really create. Anybody can create them. Yeah. So, you know, I don't really buy them either. I just, if they're free, I'll download them. Maybe that'll be one of the big announcements at A3. Uh, create your own themes. Oh, what a huge what a huge announcement that would be. <laughs> oh, hey, come on. There's websites that made a th- lot of money off of those. It's true, but I doubt. <laughs> yeah, but there, there's a group. I, I, I've seen some of your themes. Oh, yeah. Well, on my PS3, I have like a bazillion naughty <laughs> ones. Yeah. Well, come on. It's to be expected. I'm a pervert. But uh, no, Witcher 3 I wanted to talk about because uh, I was playing it last night and I wasn't really in the mood to play video games after ESO wasn't working. I was just kind of like, eh. Yeah, that, that's the position I was in. I, I went to bed way earlier than I wanted to or expected to. But... I was like, oh, I've got nothing going on. So I put Witcher in because I, I love the game, but I just wasn't in the mood. But then that game just instantly sucked me in. And uh, there were like two mo- two moments. One was like a story moment where there's this huge musical thing that they do, which is kind of, they don't you don't get much in a video game. And it was really cool. Um, and I won't spoil it. And then I went on a quest. And this is the cool thing about their branching quest system that I had to do... Oh, we're getting text messages. Uh, where I had to do something. I had to go on a quest, and I had to find this person. And so it takes me to a person to talk and blah, blah, blah. And he gives me the quest to go find the guy, right? And I do all his dialogue, and I think, okay, it's over. But then he still had, like, you know, if you want to do other jobs for me, let me know. And it's like, all right. So I was about to leave, but I came back and went, well, I'll just grab all his quests. And it, I started grabbing some of his quests, and then his quests took me to this other quest that I just started doing because it was really close and then it totally subverted i could find the guy through that quest and not have to do all these other quests it was really just kind of crazy yeah, that's cool and it's like how a side quest becomes the main story quest how i you know it's just you know it's really cool how well written and interesting and i don't know i just and then the next thing i know it's like one o'clock in the morning and time to go to bed it's just that game is and then just the level of detail in that game is ridiculous. I don't know. Yeah, I, I feel when I do end up getting that game, I'm just going to be lost for a while. <laughs> it's just pretty miraculous with the stuff they've been able to put in that game. Um, well, well, I think it was, what, last weekend or something like that, I came over and I just kind of fooled around in the world. I was just wandering around. and I, I When I first started, I saw this giant tree in the background, and it was forever away. It's like, oh, you could just fast travel over there or whatever. I'm like, I, I'm going to walk over there. So... I had pretty pretty long ass trek, and as I'm about to scale the mountain, I almost made it to the tree. I was like 20 yards away from the tree, and a griffin comes out that has a big skull on his name and just destroys me. So I right. didn't even get to reach the tree after all that time. That goddamn griffin got me. Yeah, well, it happens. <laughs> I just think it's it's seriously my current game of the year contender. So it's my current well, number yeah, one. That's so. no doubt. So unless Metal Gear can topple it. I, I feel that it's going to make a lot of Game of the Year yeah. lists this year, but we we still have a lot of year left. 
We do. Dave just asked us to uh, bring chairs. It's Dave's birthday party today. Happy yeah, birthday, happy Dave. Happy birthday, Dave. Even though this will be a little late, but That's we're having okay. a big party with Dave. So he keeps texting me. So, uh, so uh, well, we could talk about Elder Scrolls some more. We can just kind of general what your first impressions of the game are. Yeah, we can do that. Um, I don't know. It's a lot of people are saying, "Oh, it's nothing like Skyrim," but to me, it just looks like a high-res Skyrim. And I've only been down in the Ebonheart-packed area and Daggerfall kind of area, so I I kind of wandered out into the lava areas and all that. And I mean, it it's not like blowing my mind yet, but I mean, it's it's exactly what I wanted out of it because. I just wanted more of what Skyrim had to offer, but giving me the ability to play with my friends. Um, there, there's a few things that kind of throw me off. Uh, I mean, I understand that there's beginning areas and a lot of people are trying to do the quests and all that stuff, but man, they they could at least try and limit the amount of people that are on your screen at once. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's It's funny that that's actually a complaint this generation on a console because usually it's like okay somebody will fade in fade out real quick and they're gone but man i have no idea how many things can show up on the screen at once in this generation because it seems limitless which is awesome but also really distracting right uh i don't really have any real issues with the game i i think my only real comment and i I commented on our group it's it's not as charming as like Final Fantasy fourteen was for me. There's a little there's a little not magic in the game that there's a cuteness and a kind of a wow factor. The music isn't as bombastic as like in Final Fantasy fourteen. Because I'm only I'm not, I didn't compare this game to Skyrim. I'm comparing this game to the only other MMO I've played, you know? Um I think it's it's for the game I think it's kind of better. The 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 combat mechanic is a little more in depth than Skyrim, and mm-hmm. but it's very similar to Skyrim. It's a little more cheerful looking than Skyrim. Skyrim is very kind of drab. Well, yeah, they they can afford the texture depth, right? Um, but as far as the MMO, what I was looking for, it's it's funny. It's I don't hate it. I like it. I, I mean, I enjoy it. It's uh, the character creation is pretty good. Um, it is weird that some of the like your character itself looks pretty good, but then some of the like other like NPCs look very bizarre. I'm kind of scary sometimes. <laughs> yeah, it's like, whoa, woof, <laughs> what happened there? It's, so there's some detail issues. Like It looks like it could have ran on a PS3. I don't think it looks as nice as the Final Fantasy. Like the P- Final Fantasy 14 on PS4 looks a lot better than the PS3 version. I don't, there's some textures that look, maybe it's just because there's so much going on that it's scaling back or something. I yeah, don't know. They, I mean, they, they may have been able to release it on PS3, but they, they would definitely have to scale back what I was talking about, like how many people show oh, up yeah. on the screens. Yeah. and They'd probably have to minimize the server. server. Servers, it couldn't right. be like a mega server because right. it wouldn't be able to handle it. But you know, visually. There, there's, yeah, visually, uh, yeah, they'd have to downscale some of the textures because, I mean, when you actually look down and look around, it does look really nice and crisp. There's not like, you know, the issue of jaggies and stuff like right. that. The it's frame true. rate's really nice and smooth. They definitely have to hack well, that in half. When it's not lagging, it's smooth. Yeah. <laughs> That's one thing. I feel like the combat fa- really fails when it's laggy, man. I it's It was tough to play last night because like, I would hit s- attack, and then it'd be like three seconds later, it'd do the... Oh, I haven't bumped into that. Yeah, but it was pretty brutal I mean, last night. Yeah. The, <laughs> they've obviously been having some issues, but they're they're 
getting it fixed pretty quick. So, so what character did you roll up? I created an Argonian. I made him as big and tall as I could make him, and he's going to be a heavy Templar. Heavy, heavy, heavy. Isn't that what you rolled in Skyrim? Isn't that what you created? Yeah, man. Yeah. I, like I, I love the people? Argonians. Well, I don't know. I, I like being able to do like swimming, like roaming around in certain areas. And I think there's like a big like city under the water or something like that. So, I mean, it'd be kind of nice because it gives like a 50% bonus to speed. And at least in Skyrim, you know, the Argonians could breathe underwater for unlimited amount of time and oh, that okay. kind of stuff. So, you, you know, I I just wanted to give myself the option to be able to explore anywhere without restrictions. <laughs> nice. I, I, uh, I, my first cr- created character was a Khajiit. I did the Khajiit. I named it Tony Death. Tony with an I because it's a female, as Jared and I talked about in the car once I was going to create this character. So uh, Tony Death is on the search for Tony Death in in uh, in Cyrodiil. He's going to find him and kill him. Hopefully that's, the, that's my <laughs> do, plan. Do a little bit of PvP, huh? Yeah, this Khajiit's coming for you, Tony. Well, he, he's he been playing it a lot. Good I know he catching has. Up, man. He's probably going to kill me anyway. Yeah. yeah, that's okay. And he'll enjoy every minute of it. Uh, well, for, for the listeners that aren't in on the Facebook page or whatever, uh, Tony Death is... Uh, very big hater of the Khajiit race in Elder Scrolls He's series. Racist. Very racist against the <laughs> Khajiit. So Ian uh, decided to spite him quite a bit. <laughs> Lots of memes will be coming, Tony. Yeah. Anyway, then I also created a high elf, and I think she's going to be my main playthrough. She's the hottest character I think I've created. Oh, so no. The Khajiit is a sorcerer. Uh, the high elf is a dragon knight, and then I created a... Uh, Brighton, and she's a uh, Nightblade, and she's she looks like Bryn, so I named her Bryn. Well, that's appropriate. So uh, I have three characters, and I, I I started off in all three different areas. So I'm just trying to compare and see which ones I like the best. But so far, I like the High Elf. She wakes up on a boat. Nice. And it's kind of cool area and kind of fun. I I so far it was a little more charming so far. So um, and we'll see. When, which I I find, you know, I, I understand that you're comparing MMOs, but Final Fantasy has always had, a, you know, lighter hearted charm behind it and much brighter graphics and cutesy characters and all that stuff. Well, Elder Scrolls has always been like a dark fantasy world, you know, a very right. like mean world True. to work around. And I don't know, it, I, I, I understand your comparison because of the genre, but yeah, the... I will say that the, the worlds are completely opposite. ESO's menu system is far better than than uh, Final Fantasy's. I do like that. Well, um, yeah, because Final Fantasy had so many options that you really didn't need. It, it let you fine-tune your experience to a T. And just, well, just the way you do with your inventory was kind of Skyrim-esque, whereas, I don't know, I just I find the menu system a lot more user-friendly and like the combat system is a little more in-depth i thought you know it's that's still pretty cool and so can can you have a keyboard attached to this game i don't think you can oh i don't know i haven't tried yeah i don't know because i didn't see any like dialogue boxes where people were typing a bunch of stuff yelling you know like uh, final fantasy you, every five seconds you saw somebody advertising for like pay this to get all this crap right gold, uh, well i mean gold it came, farmers it's on pc so i don't know i guess you'd have to be able to play it on so, uh, unless they just totally revamped it to not yeah. look like... I mean, you can't play the console versus the PC versions like you can in Final Fantasy or with each other. Yeah. So maybe they did just totally strip certain things out. I don't know. 
Yeah, that'd be okay. Well, I'm I'm assuming if it's not in there, they'll patch it in. I I think I remember reading something about it not being an option. Yeah. I'll just plug it. I should just plug in my keyboard and see. Um. So yeah, early impressions. I'm I like it. I'm sticking with it. Um. But Witcher Three is so much better that I might. It's it's okay that the servers are having issues. <laughs> for well, <me. laughs> well, for me, I I'm buying well i bought elder scrolls realizing that this is a game that i don't have to pay a subscription fee for and it's going to be going for the whole life of the ps4 this is a game i'm just going to be in whenever i'm bored whenever i if i just have some time to pass i'll just do some stupid like armor well blacksmithing you know there's always going to be stuff to do in this title so i mean it's not like we have to cram through that's that's kind of why i haven't been like super angry about the servers or anything like that you know um, well other than the fact that i know it's a new release and it's going to have issues i'm just not in a huge rush to beat it or anything like that because it's it's something that's just going to be there i'm not getting rid of it i'm going to keep playing it for a long time yeah in comparison i really that ex- the expansion pack for Final Fantasy fourteen looked really awesome, and I'm really interested. But for forty bucks, and then having to play a monthly subscription on top of that, yeah, I was just I'm not interested in doing that. Yeah, if it was free to play, I would uh, totally buy Heaven's Ward. But uh, yeah, I just or at least give me a free month. I don't know. It's even, just, even that, that's one month. I and with my current life, I I can't really right, do right. much in a month Devoted. in an MMO. Uh, you know, ESO is going to be that kind of Destiny MMO, you know, where we can just go play it whenever. Yeah. Well, so. yeah, Destiny will always come back. But uh, so that's our early impressions. I'm sure we'll talk about it more on the show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> As I said, it's going to be a very long running title in my uh, repertoire. So uh, we were just going to BS some news um, if uh, if uh, that's OK with you, Jared. Yeah. So yeah, uh, some of the big of. news was... Uh, Oculus aligning itself with Xbone. What do you think of that? I personally think it's kind of cool. I mean, it, it's not going to add anything new or intuitive to it. It's just going to give people a different way to like look at their Xbox One games. Because if if I guess it's for the people that might just have it hooked up to a tiny little screen and want to have like the experience of playing the game and sit a uh, sit down theater. You know, that, that's at least the demo they gave. They were sitting in a theater with a big widescreen, which if the screen is right in front of your face, you know, that's kind of cool. What what I was actually imagining from that is uh, if they gave you the ability to zoom in as much as you want. So whenever you turn your head up or look around, like in a racing game, that would be pretty freaking rad. But I, I don't think they'll really add any intuitive options to it. I don't think they'll actually really communicate very well together. I think it's just going to be a different way to visualize the actual screen. Because um, you're still going to have to have your $1,500 rig to play with your Oculus. And you're also going to need your Xbox One. So, I mean, it's... It's a weird It's thing. weird. It, it's cool. I, I approve of this, but uh, it's likely I will never get to actually sit down and enjoy something like that because that's quite the drop. Well, then why not just, you know, if you already have the PC, why not just play the game on Steam and then have all the VR stuff going on? I don't know. It it seems bizarre that you would then stream your existing lower resolution games to a PC and stream it to the Oculus. It's It's, it's a weird pairing. It's like I feel like Microsoft is doing this just to get 
to create this buzz. It's well, kind of bizarre. Supposedly, they're going to start announcing their huge push to PC gaming as well. So I feel that at E3, we're going to see like a lot of announcements going into that. Like, uh, you know, back in early thousands or whenever, in mid thousands, that they were talking about like uh, Xbox Live working with Windows a lot and they only saw like one or two games that you could play against PC users. So I think they're going to reinitiate that you know, initiative and uh, PC gamers are going to be able to fight against Xbox gamers mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. I mean, they already have like pretty much the Xbox One app built into Windows 10. So there's there's going to be a little crossbreeding there. So I think the Oculus thing has potential if both parties are willing to put the work into it. But uh, I, I have some things that I'm hoping to see out of the HoloLens with the Xbox. Yeah, it's interesting. And what that, what is that, what is, so I, Oculus and Xbox, it just seems like more of an alliance or a partnership rather than what you're actually going to be able to do with it. I think it just makes it look like they're, more of a united front against any other VR. And then HoloLens, I mean, kind of, what does that do to HoloLens? But I think HoloLens is more of that user-friendly, like, cheaper, like the Morpheus for the PS4. I don't I don't know about that, because what, what I'm seeing with the HoloLens on the Xbox would be, like, if you're playing a game on your Xbox with that headset connected to the Xbox. Well, right, they're different, they're different experiences. Oh, oh, I know, but what I'm, what I'm envisioning with that is, like, it detects your screen and then it can populate right. like your whole environment right. with stuff that's happening around the game. It's not I like think that'd be cool. Right, cuz it's augmented reality, not virtual reality. Yeah. So, but what I'm saying is is that the HoloLens will run natively with the Xbox. So, they haven't announced that yet. Well, it will probably run natively with it cuz they want it to do the Minecraft stuff and Yeah, the mass appeal thing. So, there's like this whole if you can get kids to play Minecraft in their living room, that's a huge seller. I think so. I feel like I think their goal is to get it to run on the Xbox, like the Morpheus runs directly off the PS4. Yeah, but uh, I don't think the Oculus will run directly with. No, the, it, no. Yeah, the they, Oculus has already been. The tech specs yeah. have already been said that you have to have a high-end PC to run mm-hmm. it. So, I yeah. just feel like it's an alliance. It is. And so, but it's good news for Xbox. Like, oh hey, we're 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 partnered with Oculus and. Plus, it's getting Xbox One controllers and anybody that buys the Oculus is ha- uh, in their hands. But I it imagine comes packaged in with it. But I imagine the Oculus running on PC will still work just fine with the Steam controller, you know. Which uh, I, I still want to touch one of those. I've I've never actually held a Steam controller. Are all, didn't they announce that all the pre-orders were pretty much? S- swooped up for that or something no, i wouldn't doubt it honestly i'm not i don't really care because i have no thing that will play a game on a computer <laughs> i have a laptop that sucks and another laptop that sucks you gotta get into a master race jared you gotta, you gotta get a steam machine yeah i'll go <laughs> no. get a part-time job just so i can afford a pc um so they also announced uh, or there's a rumor that uh, Platinum Games is developing a uh, Transformers brawler. You see this? Well, I don't think the the team was announced. Oh, like a developer. It was, it was announced. Okay, but X, yeah, that X, that looks cool. Uh, so Transformers Devastation, supposedly. Well, it it was funny because yesterday it was announced that uh, they were working on an unannounced title, and then this morning it was announced that there's a a Transformers cel shaded brawler. 
but they didn't announce any or release any details about the developer, but they must have done that since I looked. It's from the developer, the Platinum subsect that did the Legends of Korra, the Nickelodeon cartoon. Yeah. So, uh, you know, which, that could be cool. Which I heard was terrible. So, you know, can't hold a lot of hope out for this. It's, this sounds like a very small kind of arcade game, but I know uh, Matt Dean might, you know, Transformers. Yeah, Transformers Brawler. This could be cool. And speaking of Brawlers, Smash Brothers. Oh, I Ryu. saw that. <laughs> Ryu. 3DS leak. Yeah. Uh, interesting. I don't. Yeah. Really, I don't care. You know my opinion of. Uh, Smash well, Brothers. I mean, they they brought in Ko- uh, Konami properties before, and now I guess they're doing Capcom. Well, they they had Mega Man. They had Mega Man. Yes. Yeah. So I mean, they've they've been working with Capcom for a while, so it's not a huge surprise. But it's kind of neat to have a Street Fighter character in the Smash Brothers world. It's probably the only uh, little bit of. Uh, Street Fighter on another platform since uh, Capcom came out and blatantly said that uh, Street Fighter Five will not be on any other consoles because of the partnership with PlayStation that it's such a co-developed game that any other titles in the Street Fighter Five. Uh, when, you know, well, the, the 15 other editions, the Super right. Street Super Fighter Five, Super Ultra, blah, blah, blah. Don't CD, expect blah, them blah, blah, on blah. any other consoles because it really sounds like this game is being super co-developed by both companies. So... Uh, which is sad because PlayStation f- uh, or the Street Fighter 4 Ultra didn't do very well at launch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hopefully it's not quite as broken. Well, I guess that was done by some other team. Yeah. But uh, it's kind of not, not, not a good... Uh, <laughs> well, have you looked at any of the images for Street Fighter 5? I haven't had a chance to uh, dig through that yet. I've seen the trailers, some of the trailers. It looks pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I'm not a huge Street Fighter fan, so... Well, luckily, Street Fighter goes down in price pretty quick, and then, like, two months later, they release the next version of it, so then it drops even farther. Right. Uh, <laughs> it just looks like a bigger, louder Street Fighter 4, but I don't know. I don't yeah. know the differences. But, yeah, Street Fighter 4, well, Street Fighter 5 on PS4. And PC. And PC. <laughs> uh, Afro Samurai 2, did you ever play the first one? I played a demo. It and cool. it was pretty rad. So yeah. that's kind of neat that a <clears throat> sequel's coming out. I, I didn't think it was actually that popular of a game. It was more of one of those like cult hit kind of Cult thing. hits, like a, got ratings like in the sevens, kind of redundant. But yeah. I think the, the property is so popular. Um, I did play, I played it twice actually. I played it at San Diego Comic-Con in 2008 at the, and it was kind of fun. And then I played the demo like you did. Yeah. And it's a, it's a fun game. Um, I always look for it cheap. You know, for my PS3, one of those like old titles, but I isn't never... isn't that in several hidden gems lists? It's hard to find, mm-hmm. so it makes it a little more expensive. I don't know. And then, uh, did you see this? Uh, well, I guess the art leaked a while ago, but uh, this RPG by Guerrilla Games. Have you seen these? The... Um, no. Okay, so it's this PS4 exclusive because Guerrilla Games is the ones that did Killzone. Yeah. Uh, it's like. Dinosaur, mech dinosaurs, uh, werewolves, archers—it's like crazy shit. That's kind of badass. But it's an RPG, open world RPG coming exclusive to PS4. It looks ridiculous. All I right. mean, hopefully uh, it gets announced on stage at E3. Yeah, but, yeah. I want to see the trailer. Um, so that's very—I guess this artwork leaked a while ago. I have not heard of it, or I didn't see it. Like blew over my radar, but um. Dude, uh, an RPG like not in a standard fantasy world sounds super fucking cool. 
Well, th- that's one thing I've been itching for for a long time is that like super high fantasy open world RPG. Right. Well, not like like sci-fi high. Like, or just batshit crazy. <laughs> like an open world Mass Effect kind of a RPG. It doesn't have to be Mass Effect. It just needs to have futuristic tech and that kind of stuff. Like if they actually released a fantasy star RPG on a gen- a system I actually owned, I would buy that. It just, I, I don't know, dino- I mean, it, I don't know. It seems really fucking cool. I just hope Guerrilla Games haven't made anything but Killzone for like ever. I don't know. What else have they done before that? I don't know. I know they've done other games, but like it seems like Killzone's been the only thing, so I don't know how well their transition. Well, I thought there there was an image that came out a few days ago, which was from Killzone 4, I think, and nobody could quite get why. I think it was just teasing uh, something they're going to unveil. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so I saw something like that. It's kind of weird. I wouldn't I wouldn't doubt a new Killzone being announced this year. You don't think so? Or you but, think so? Oh, I think it But you think I think be, it's possible. But different team, different studio. If they especially if if Gorilla's working on this RPG. Yeah, it could be a different studio. Maybe they passed it along. That wouldn't be a bad idea cuz nobody was super excited for Killzone 4 after it was released. Right. Be nice yeah. to switch uh hands and maybe try a different angle. So uh, did you see that Arc Systems bought the licensing to uh, Double Dragon and Super Dodgeball and something else that I don't know? Oh, come on. (laughs) That's the game that I've been talking about. That guided me to a indie developer that has been kickstarting and releasing supposedly this summer, if Arc System works works with them, a new River City Ransom game. Hmm. And supposedly oh. this summer was their <laughs> estimated release. Oh, I know you're a big fan of that Nintendo game. Yes. Um, but Double Dragon, man, that hasn't... I mean, there was that kind of 2D... Who did that? That was... Oh, I don't know, but it was garbage, I thought. Well, I think Justin liked it quite a bit. The music, yeah. anyway. Because well, you can get the soundtrack for free. It was oh. very 80s neon. Oh, yeah. It was called course. neon, wasn't it? Yeah, Double Dragon something neon. like that. Yeah. But uh, Arc Systems, known for, you know, Guilty Gear and Blaze Blue. So... Could be kind of an interesting brawler. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'd be interested to see what they do with Double Dragon titles. And it'd be kind of neat if that kickball game comes back. Super Dodgeball. Yeah, Super Dodgeball, yeah. I think they made, originally those characters were from the uh, River, City. River City Ransom. But at least they look the same. I, yeah. I love that Dodgeball game. Yeah, it was cool. I never played River River River, River City Ransom. I, I have it on my NES. Maybe next time you come over, we'll have to bust it out. Mm. But I love that Dodgeball game for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> well, I don't. As far as I know, no other company has released one. So maybe you just like it because it's one of a kind. Bring back the dodgeball games. That's what we need more of. Uh, yeah. I don't know. So I thought that was kind of cool. Kind of too forgotten. Yeah. There was another game that licensed it, Kino Toki, or I don't know something I've never heard of. But yeah. they, so, so uh, I look forward to whatever that is. Um, Valve announced that uh, they're revamping Dota 2 with their new Source engine. Yay! Well. <laughs> What I was reading about that is uh, they actually care and understand that they have a reputation for being impossibly hard to get into uh, in a positive way. So they're actually trying to revamp like a tutorial type thing, and they're going to have bot-controlled characters to help you through like learning the story, or not the story, but the gameplay mechanics and stuff like that. So 
I think this is really cool. For as popular as Dota 2 is, it uh, definitely has that enigma that it's this terrible game to get into because everybody's just going to yell at you and you're going to get destroyed and hammered and just give up. So it's nice that they actually see this and want more people to get into it. Especially with the buzz of uh, Heroes of the Storm being like a really easy to get into MOBA by uh, Blizzard. They've they've done what Blizzard always does. They've streamlined it and made it easy for people to get into. And uh, so... You know they got to do something to get uh, new people into the game. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, so I'm I'm cool with that. I'm probably still never gonna play it because it's on PC. <laughs> Correct. Uh, YouTube gaming going launching it was kind of funny. Twitch kind of uh, yeah. shot a snarky comment on twi- Twitter across yeah. their bow, which was pretty funny. But uh, uh, I don't think it's gonna. I don't think YouTube gaming is going to be uh, Google Plus. I think it's going to be actually pretty popular. I, I think it'll do pretty good. I'm I'm interested to see if like an actual streaming app will come to the PS4 or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much they're actually going to go towards console gamers versus PC gamers. Uh, I I saw that they plan on releasing some sort of app, but that could just be like I tab- that, to watch it on tablets or something. I would like them to go to console. I think console was huge for Twitch when PS4 and Xbox launched. I mean, it really pushed their numbers. Well, it is, but the problem with that is Twitch doesn't have their own native app on the PS4, at least. I don't know about the Xbox. They may. But on the PS4, like, whenever you try to stream, I cannot watch your stream. I actually have to physically go and grab specifically my wife's laptop (laughs) to watch your streams. Um, I can't watch it on my Mac for some reason. I can't watch it on my tablet, neither of my phones, Hmm. uh, my PS4, the PS4's web browser. It only works on like a PC. That's weird. And it sucks. That's weird. I've seen, I've I've watched you and I've watched uh, Bill from my PS4. But, you know, I think... I think this YouTube thing is big. One of the, one of the things is is that Twitch. I'll stream it to Twitch, then I'll pull it off Twitch and push it over to YouTube. So if I could skip Twitch as a step, I'd probably switch. Oh yeah, I'd so I could just go straight to my Milkman YouTube page. That'd be nice. So uh, then I could you know do the little we do a little live Twitch show every once in a while, and then we can just do that straight from YouTube. I wouldn't have to go around and mess with everything and. Yeah, so it's nice not having like a million different stations and channels to have logins for. So then this year at E3, pretty much every every uh, keynote presentation is being streamed on YouTube. So you can watch them all just from YouTube. So, Which I'll, I'll probably take that as the option. That, that just seems like it's way easier because I've always had the problem with the websites. You know, they're either their streaming's not going to work or their streaming's really delayed. And of course, E3, the conferences usually start late. There's no countdown. And uh, I don't know, YouTube seems to usually get things down pretty good. I mean, they still won't be able to tell me when it's going to actually start. It's always going to have some form of delay. No, nobody's ever on time for that kind of thing, but it'd be nice just to be able to pop it on and leave it on all day instead of having to go to a different website for this one, different website for that one. Uh, I know bigger ones are going to be streaming it as well, but just talking over it, which sounds really annoying. So I, I'll probably try that out. So tell me about, I didn't, this, uh, some people were excited about this. I I'm not, I don't know much about it. Tales of Zestiria. 
launches in October. It's like an R- action RPG. Do you know much about this game? I don't know too much about the Tales series, but uh, what's always appealed me, or been appealing to me in those, is the art style. It's very animated looking, kind of like anime. Uh, so it always seems to be pretty neat. I don't know. There's just some people that were talking about it, and like it's been around for a while. I didn't even hear heard yeah. of it before. Yeah, Tales games have been around for a while, but uh, I've never actually bought or played one. Just uh, I've always been interested, just never made the dive. And I think that's pretty much all the. New- oh, except you know, beca- uh, Warner Brothers took the top publishing spot with Dying Light, Mortal Kombat 10, and Witcher 3. So they've been doing they've, really yeah. well. <laughs> yeah, they they've had a pretty monster year. I thought that's cool, and you know, those are all really popular and uh, good games. So, or I haven't, I haven't played Mortal Kombat, but everyone seems to like it. And Dying Light, Dave's brother, Dave's really into getting it. So, I mean, his brother really liked it. I, I think Tony I'd, Death I'd played like to it. pick it up someday. Uh, you know, it's another zombie game, but uh, yeah. Well, yeah, I'm I'm kind of tired of zombies. That's that's why I didn't make the dive. But if it goes cheap enough, I might pick it up. The dive. Yeah, the dive. <laughs> Oh, easy shot. Sorry. Sorry, Dave. You um, should be. Yeah. Uh dude, our that that uh our last episode uh skyrocketed in downloads. I don't know. I I don't know if it's the the fighting game thing or the fact that it's a super long episode or um I posted it twice on Twitch. So, I on, I did on, one I did one oh, with on Twitter. Twitter. On Twitter, I mean, uh, with regular hashtags, and then I did another one with hashtags of fighting games. So maybe that helped. But yeah, uh, I, I did a fighting games hashtag on Facebook. No, but I mean, I just listed titles like Street Fighter, oh, okay. Mortal Kombat, yeah, <laughs> even games that we didn't even review, like Street Fighter Five. I just put those hashtags because they're yeah. the most relevant. So <laughs> maybe yeah, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, gotta put it out there. I mean, hopefully if uh, any of you that actually listen to it are back again for this episode, thanks for clicking on that link. Yeah, you got to share. And uh, hopefully subscribe and share and all that stuff cuz you know, we're just we're just hanging out. We're not making money. We're just doing this for fun, so we hope you have fun too and uh comment about what kind of stuff you'd like to hear us talk about or uh, how often I'm wrong, which is pretty often. Whatever. I just always forget to correct myself on I, the next episode. I think they enjoy pointing out that I'm wrong. That's I think that's what they find the most fun. Anytime Ian gets wrong or slapped in the face by Dave or something. Well, it's funny because <laughs> I, I listen to the episodes every week. You know, after it comes out, I listen to it. And I... I sound like I know kind of what I'm talking about, but I when I'm listening to the podcast, I pick out <laughs> oh like oh god that was wrong oh that's the wrong title oh crap <laughs> like I I think uh, several episodes ago I told you know, I was pl- I'm still playing Final Fantasy uh, I called it Final Fantasy Legends <laughs> on the tablet, but that's Final Fantasy Legends is like an old Game Boy game, and uh, I believe when that came out to America. Uh, that was uh, in Japan. It was Seiken Densetsu One, which was Secret of Mana. Oh. And uh, this is actually called Final <laughs> Fantasy Record Keeper. So I I wanted to correct that for probably nobody that knew the difference. But I, uh, I, I would probably have to do a whole podcast on things where I was wrong because I say, you know, I start I talk I talk so fast sometimes that I put the wrong word in, and it's not like a conscious choice. It's just happens it slips i slip up and yeah uh, that, that's okay we're just two dudes that like video games we're not in media we're just we we both have jobs that have nothing to do with video games and we both have a passion for video games and enjoy talking about them 
68 episodes. Yeah, 68 episodes kinda, deep. Kind of crazy. Yeah, that's a lot of hours of us BSing about video <laughs> games. <laughs> it's funny, this morning I was laying in bed and thinking, oh man, I really got to get those business cards printed off. Oh, did, did you actually get the final template? Well, I have the final template. I think so. Or Bill just has to finish it. Or, yeah. or he's finished it. He just oh, emailed okay. it to me. So I have it. I just need to get them printed. Yeah. And because uh, I was thinking like, well, instead of like, we just need to start and then go to like the next retro show and just hand them out to people. Yeah. Leave a stack somewhere. And uh, hey. And I was just trying to think of ways to like interview people without having a table. So I'm thinking about getting this uh, recording device for my camera. And it would be really easy to just plug a microphone and go, hey, blah, 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 and just do a small interview with people. So I was trying to think of like ways to uh, get more interactive with people. So uh, hopefully I'm trying to make a, a, you know, get the show, do different things, you know, not always do the same thing, you know, but yeah, yeah, we, we tend to fall back on top tens <laughs> and tops fives and <laughs> stuff like that sometimes, but those are fun. They they make for long episodes, but I, obviously people like the long episodes. I don't know why they like to just sit in their car and drive forever. <laughs> I yeah. guess when you're driving for hours, it's nice to have people oh, yeah. bullshitting in your ear. Or if you have those monotonous mind droning jobs, that it's nice to listen to a podcast or something. That my mine personally is a lot of driving. So right. I sit a lot of I do a lot of computer work, so I listen to a shitload of podcasts. Well, there there's a huge group of people that listen to podcasts and music while they're playing games and they just turn the sound off or music off on the game i wouldn't be able to do that i don't know i just i like diving into the game and just enveloping myself in the atmosphere that the developers created for me immersion yeah so i i can't listen to other things when i'm doing that I, i don't know i just can't what did you think of so the last episode where bill was on where we just talked about mods pretty much for an hour <laughs> yeah I, I honestly got pretty bored i bet yeah, i, bet I, I got pretty bored on that episode you guys suck but the funny thing is, is like how just <laughs> bill and i were just like so enraptured with because oh, it wasn't what we were pl- originally planning to talk about but it just fucking happened and so it's like oh shit i gotta wrap this show up because <laughs> i don't think people want to <laughs> i don't want to do two hours of mod talking <laughs> well i don't i don't know we we, we have listeners i know we have listeners we I just don't know what they play on. Uh, so there may be a pretty big segment of PC gamers. Uh, maybe you got them back into Skyrim downloading tentacles and mm, uh, butt rape mods. and. But at least, you know, I think the Destiny kind of stuff, stuff has finally died down. I think it, we're finally over that. Well, there, there's uh, you didn't really talk about that in the news. That, that's been kind oh. of an announcement, but uh, details will come out in E3 for that. Yeah. Well, we didn't we talk about? No, I guess we haven't talked. No, about No, no, we haven't talked about the older. big uh, Taken King thing that's coming out With in the September. New powers and I don't. I feel like no one cares now. I don't, I don't know. You, I you I care. care. I do. do. Care? If what what I've told everybody else is, if it comes with multiple planets, I will buy. It. If but it doesn't come with any new planets, no, no, I will one, not get. Is it. one planet enough? Uh, depending on if there's, like, you're getting three, other small areas. You're getting all those subclasses and new power-ups. You're getting, like, a shitload of strikes and raids. Which, the, the shitload of strikes makes me think there will be at least new territories to explore. But if it's, like, three new strikes on Earth and, you know, we, d- we don't get Jupiter or Venus, no, I'm not going to get it. The problem is, like, the one one or two uh 
maps they have for like Mercury in the game currently are PVP, so I've never seen them. Um, but doesn't make Mercury a planet I want to go to. It looks like yellow Mars, and so <laughs> I'm not like really keen on. Yeah. If this is a planet coming, I'm just I don't really care because. I don't. I don't. Mars isn't my favorite place to begin with, and yeah, I'm not a fan of Mars. A yellow version of it doesn't uh, really appeal to me, but I think I'm I'm out. I think on that expansion. Uh, I'll see. I'm gonna I'm gonna let them tempt me during E3 because they they have their announcements and all that stuff. Supposedly they have. Well, of course they always have to tout it. Like they still have more to unveil. So E three might come with more Destiny surprises, which were, which starts Sunday, man. We have all the Nintendo and Nintendo World oh, championships, and and it sucks. Monday I'm gonna be really busy most of the day, so I'm gonna have to catch up on all that don't like, you throughout not work? the day. Don't you not work on Monday? Oh, I don't work, but I have a, a lot of oh. like responsibility <laughs> stuff to do. You know the, that like adult <laughs> life thing. What? I know. I man, sometimes I just wish I was a teenager. Like, if a brand new game comes out, I wish I could just like take it with me and rewind. I might back take it to off. when I was a teenager or something like that. I forgot that. Well, I have to work Sunday, and I was just gonna take that Sunday off at the end of my week. Oh yeah, so you're, you're so almost done so for the off. summer. But I might just take it off for Monday, so I can just sit at home and just watch everything. Well, luckily the Sony conference isn't until like seven at night. Yeah, but so I'll, I'll be able have, to watch that. You still have Bethesda and yeah. Microsoft and someone yeah. else. There's a yeah. bunch of stuff. Yeah. So I might just take it off and just sit here and veg out and watch video game crap. Man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. E, well, e, E3, I think, is getting better. It's supposed to be. This is the biggest showing yeah. E3's had ever, I guess, at this point. Uh, yeah, I don't know. But, uh, I mean, a lot of people were pretty scared for E3 several years back. And now E3 is just like this huge force again, just like everything is in your face. Everybody's wanting to talk about, everybody's wanting to see what there is to offer. But uh, I have a feeling a lot of that is because it's really easy to access and everybody streams it. So it's right. really easy to watch. No. So more people get to shove their face in there. Even if I, if I do work, I don't wa- I don't watch the stream, but I'll have the, the, what are the, the real time yeah. blogging thing. So I'll just kind of see what's going on. I know. E- even in this day and age, you know, live blogging is still a thing. So, I mean, it's kind of neat to be able to read through that real quick. Like, uh, you know, I'll, I'll be really busy on Monday, but I'll probably be reading all those live streams or uh, live feeds right. and uh, then just go home and watch the trailers that I found most interesting. Do you feel like they share too much? They leak too much stuff early now? Uh, kind of, but I understand why. Build the buzz. Yeah, well, E3, everything gets announced, and then it just, like, gets shoved behind something else. So it it just, you know, keeps the buzz alive for at least a day. Give them a whole day of media versus, like, a few minutes, and then something else comes along. Man. But, uh, you know, there's, there's stuff, you know, Fallout could have waited, but, you know, people are really excited. But that trailer showed more than I was expecting it to. I, I expected, you know, just some weird little CG thing, like right, a five-second video like Doom did or something. I don't think we ever talked about it on the show, but I think the big announcement for Fallout 4 is that they release it this year. I think that's the big news at oh, Bethesda. Yeah. They say, well, we showed you the trailer. Well, this is coming out, you know, before Christmas. I think that's the big... Well, they're they're pretty consistent with November d- releases. Right. So I, it's going to come out November, I, I bet. And uh, I think it's only on the Facebook page. Um, but uh, Desnova and I were kind of chatting about uh, 
Last Guardian, and uh, some some news place in Europe said that Last Guardian Guardian was probably going to make an announcement, and then another news story broke that Mark Cerny was heading up development on the finishing yeah. of the game. It's these are all rumors, of course, but how, what well, do you think? What I do you I, th- I think that actually has been confirmed. Uh, like confirmed that he is working on. It. He's one of the. Uh, PS4 architects. He like worked on all the stru- in- infrastructure of the right. PS4. So I mean, this guy knows what he's doing. Right. So um, I don't think it's out of the question that we finally get Last Guardian. But at this point in the game, I feel like the game is going to be so. Is it? Is it? Ha- it's, it's legacy is like now it could be the shitty game <laughs> from Team Eco instead of this once awesome game that got forgotten. It's kinda- well. Well, the biggest issue is like the dude that worked on Eco and Shadow of the Colossus. It it was rumored a while back that he was still in on it, but he's not really part of the company. Right. So I mean, that's it's usually his decisions that kind of made those games how they felt. So I'm I'm just kind of curious if it'll have the same feeling as his titles. I think it'll, if it does show, it'll be huge. But then I don't know how much someone really cares about the game after it's announced. Oh, I, I think it'll do just fine. I think so? Yeah, there, there's no doubt that game will succeed. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe not on the level it could have if it was released, you know, 10 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because they could have been working on a whole new game at this point. But yeah, Well, they could have released like five new games <laughs> in this period of time. Which makes you wonder what about this game is so fucking crazy that they couldn't get it out uh, the window. So. I, don't, I, I feel that they scrapped it several times. And when if, if we actually do see a trailer for it again, it's going to be like way different <laughs> you think so yeah i mean they they might still have that bird dog um, cat looking thing but that's about it yeah. i don't know we'll see maybe oh uh, all right well that's uh you have anything else for the good of the order uh well no uh, i want to talk about the issue your ps4 was having oh, a little bit ago yeah almost i think my ps4 almost took a shit because uh uh clearly eso to has this new thing where when the servers are down the ps4 just ejects the disc um no i don't know my ps4 was being weird yeah because after after the system ejected your disc it, it actually made it to the splash screen you know the big loading screen and then it kicked the disc out and Brynn and i just look at each other like huh and then it wouldn't so take I, it back yeah in. I, I i tried pushing the disc back in and it just Kept. it beeped once and then it, as it before it ejected it, it beeped like three more times, dee, 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 and it kept on doing that. And then after you restarted it, it wouldn't even take the disc. Wouldn't take it. It wouldn't even pull it in. So what what did you do to fix that? I mean, uh, I kind of held down the eject button and shoved the disc in. <laughs> oh, well, that's an interesting fix. And then it just kind of it didn't quite read it. I ejected the disc again. It came out, and then it went back in, and then it fed it. So yeah. Uh, I think the drive mechanism got somehow unsynced, and so it needed to be resynced somehow. So, uh, we'll yeah, see. I I'll wonder. See I wonder if that actually is a thing: is to hold the eject button for like recalibration of the drive or something Maybe, like that. I that don't know. that is an interesting thing to know. I don't know it just, if it it's a possibility. It's totally luck. I think. I think it just. Yeah. I hopefully it doesn't ar- arise again. But, uh, well, there there's uh, forum threads on the PlayStation support forums that uh, are talking about that. I didn't read too deep into them, but uh, it seems like it's an issue that's been around a little bit. And um, speaking of issues that people have talked about, 
uh, like the rubber on the PlayStation uh, joysticks. Right. Mine is starting to tear and all that stuff, but I I feel that well, you're so r- rough on them, Jared. Well, so much clickety clackety. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, my my headset picks everything up. I that makes me actually want to buy a different like headset. <laughs> Or just get like an individual microphone or something like that. But uh, I, I think that the first tear may have been created by my daughter's teeth. Oh, so really? It's, oh, nice. it's kind of hard to say I see. if it was from my gameplay. But the, the left one, uh, it looks like it's corroding. Oh, really? Yeah. So I don't know. May, I'm, I'm actually tempted to uh, the replacement ones that I buy is to get the Xbox ones oh really because those the xbox one joysticks fit in the ps4 controller like perfectly and a lot of people have converted to those so i'm kind of curious to try that out when i replace them and uh, then i'll just have one of each and maybe i'll have a favorite i haven't had any problems well i've had mine since release day man it's true but still release day so how many controllers do you have though two see i don't know well, it, it's funny because, like, uh, probably the worst controller I felt is John's. I don't know. Like, even the touchpad sticks. I, I don't know. What, JPK, what, what the hell are you doing with that controller, dude? I don't, I don't want to hear about this. I, uh, I probably don't want to know. Well, you know, the other thing is, like, I was considering if 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 the Metal Gear Solid version of the PS4 uh, comes to United States. I am going to buy another PS4. So, dude, if if you guys haven't seen that edition, just so look up awesome. the PS4 Metal Gear Solid Five edition. And that red, it's like red and black. It's the colors of his uh, metal arm. And it's got gold little like kind of, uh, it's trim so, on it. And it's then it's so cool. This gunmetal gray controller, and it comes with a special version of Metal Gear Solid. So, uh, if as, if it comes. If it comes to America, I will eat my words and pre-order. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, so. I don't know. I still don't agree with your pre-ordering thing. Like, if if it's a game I really want, I, I'll pre-order it. I was only, al- only to, to the fact that, like, I, I recently signed up for Best Buy's uh, Gamer Rewards thing. Uh, I'm going to tell the audience about this thing just just because i think it's really awesome and i'm i'm kind of a budget gamer before you do this jared clark's consumer advice consumer advice go yeah (laughs) but uh uh, best buy has a specific reward program for gamers that you can sign up for and it's 30 dollars for two years and what that gets me is uh any new title that i buy i get 20 percent off right off the top but if I pre-order, as if they keep this program going on, I'll be able to also get, like, every pre-order, they'll give me a $10 reward that I can use towards my next purchase. So what I'll have to do in that is when I pre-order a game, just pay half of it off. So I'll just put 30 bucks in there. And then when I get that, you know, I'll be paying, after the $10, I'll just be dropping, like, 10 bucks more. Right. So, I mean, that's that's freaking rad. That's you can get games for cheap doing that. And if you're like into buying used games, they give you like a 10% discount on that. And they give you a bonus for trade-ins for having that Gamers Club too. So uh, I just need to buy one more game and I will have paid for my uh, two-year subscription to this program. Right. I will concede that my drunken rant about pre-orders was a little bit 
off. I think my main issue is pre-ordering the season pass for the DLC to a game that you haven't even purchased yet. I have an issue with that. Well, I think also what uh, enticed (coughs) your rant was uh, Arkham Knight. And that, well, yeah, the game's not out, and then the DLC... I don't know. Well, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong on that because you don't have to pre-order the game to get the specific DLC that it comes with from whatever company you buy it from. Like every single retailer has a different piece of DLC that you can only get from them. So if you just wait for the game of the year edition, you'll get it all and you'll still be paying the same. You'll be paying the 60 bucks. That's that's what I'll do. I'm interested in the game, but that kind of shed... Uh, well, pulled a shade over my eyes on that game, and uh, I think, I think on that game, I don't know. I'm not really interested in the Batmobile stuff. I'm still not sold on that. Well, it's supposed to be pretty awesome. Yeah, but I guess uh, we'll we'll wait on that one then. Uh, but and then just to say with the like Call of Duty, for instance, they already know they've planned in a in a in a in a in a meeting the game and the DLC because it's that. That game only has a year window before the next Call of Duty game comes out and does the same thing again. And so it's like, I don't know. I don't feel like it's really DLC. It's just, it's at that point, it is game and then the money making. And and I, I guess that's for that game only. But there's other companies that are kind of starting to slowly follow suit. And it's kind of disturbing. I agree that buying pre-ordering a game to get a, a good discount is cool. I have I don't have a problem with that. It's the other... DLC crap that drives me insane. So I stand a bit corrected. Do you have a new rant? Nah, I didn't have one today. I, Bill was wanting me to rant on the ESO launch. Like, oh my God, blah, 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 blah. I can't, it's so frustrating, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, dude, have you not been a part of any other MMO launches before? I think this one's gone pretty good. You've been able to play, so. Um, <clears throat> yeah, as far as I know, n- there has not been one MMO that launched without a hitch. I mean, fin- even with Final Fantasy fourteen, I couldn't get on in the first day or so because the servers were just so taxed, especially since we were trying to be all on the same server. I mean, I'm sure I could have got on a different server, mm-hmm. but um, trying to get on with your friends on the same server, you know, it's just tough. Everyone's trying to do you know their thing oh yeah i forgot about that because uh at the beginning they were locking people from joining certain servers so if all your friends already joined one and you got locked out you were just screwed because they were having issues too i mean mean, even even world of warcraft when they did their last expansion because they had lost like uh they were at 10 million they went down to seven or six and a half million uh current users when that last expansion dropped Everyone came back and their servers just got hit super hard and they went down for a day, like a day or something. So, I mean, it even happens to the super hardcore professional guys that have been doing this forever. So, MMOs are a, a, a beast, you know? Yeah. Well, it's, I, I would love to see. Well, actually, I think Blizzard's shown off their server rooms. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. In the documentary. Insane. It's pretty nuts. But, you know, what's interesting is like another thing I was like kind of uh, last night. I was thinking to myself, it's like, how come like Battlefield or Destiny, um, when they have server issues, it's like huge news in Polygon and Kotaku and everyone's like, but like when an MMO has server issues, it's not even a thing, not even an issue, not even a story. No yeah. one cares. Well, MMOs, <laughs> MMOs don't even qualify for game of the year stuff. They don't even qualify I mean, as video games almost yeah, anymore. I know, you know. It's like, I don't know. They, they just have this thing where MMOs don't really matter. But it's like, the, hey, Elder Scrolls, cool. It's out. 
And then they stop talking about it. But when the dude bro games go down, man, it's holy hell. It's like it, the worst company ever in the face of the planet. Yeah. There's no way they'll ever, you know, survive this slanderous server problem. I, it's just weird to me. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, there's <laughs> there's mil, uh, you know, several million people that probably buy these titles, and you know, just nobody says anything. Yeah. I haven't seen anything in any of the reports about Elder Scrolls having I mean, issues. It's just not in the news. Nobody <laughs> it's, cares. It's interesting. So anyway, that's all I have. Oh, that that was kind of a rant. But it was kind I, of a that, rant. That was a couch co-op rant. There, there, there. That was my. That was my kind of. That was a pussy <laughs> rage quit. I guess that was. Uh, but yeah. So there you go. Yeah, we're we're I guess defending the <laughs> the rage quitting uh, rant. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Anyway, were you good? You have anything else? Yeah, no, I think we're done here. All right, sweet. Well, uh, thanks everybody for listening. Uh, I'm Ian. I'm Jared. And uh, we'll check you guys later. Bye. Couch Co-op.